Tips from Trestle is brought to you by The Belcher Companies, Navigator Group Purchasing, E-Menu Choice Point of Sale, and Clark Food Service and Equipment. Welcome to Tips from Trestle. This podcast is dedicated to discussing the senior living industry with a unique focus on food, hospitality, and leadership. I'm your host, Aaron Fish. As a 25-year veteran of the hospitality industry, I've focused my work on creating exceptional experiences for the customers we serve. My goal for this podcast? Educate, inform, and inspire leaders in senior living to bring food and hospitality to the front of mind in our industry. Let's bring the innovative and passionate spirit of hospitality to everything that we do for the residents, families, guests, and employees we serve each and every day. So what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. On Tips from Trestle today, I'm joined by Michelle B. Griffin. Michelle is the brand therapist and is an internationally certified personal brand strategist, speaker, author, and podcast host who believes in the power of putting yourself out there to make a unique mark on the world. With her signature system, Personal Brand Plan, she elevates go-getter founders ready to step off the sidelines and rise up in their industries with personal brands that make a statement and make a difference. Michelle's debut co-authored book, The LinkedIn Branding Book, is now available on Amazon. You can learn more at her website, michellebgriffin.com. Michelle, thanks for joining me today on Tips from Trestle. Aaron, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, since I'm excited, you know, I know we've we've done some events together and we, we've worked together, but I wanted to talk to you because I think our listeners are going to be interested to learn more about personal branding. You know, I think it's been very beneficial for me, but I think there's a lot of people out there that maybe are nervous about it, aren't sure where to get started. And so um, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what personal branding actually is um, and then how we can kind of make it more accessible to everyone. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up because, you know, it's such a trending word in the last several years, you know, we've heard the word personal branding, personal brand. It actually dates back to 1997. There was an article in Inc. Magazine by Tom Peters 25 plus years ago about being the CEO of me. And back then, and that was before social media and that was before online and the internet, but it's essentially you being known, getting rid of the obscurity about who you are, but letting everyone strategically know, intentionally know who you are so that you become top of mind. It is not made up. It's not manufactured. It's just taking the best of you professionally so that those in your industry know who you are. So you can seek better opportunities. There are so many opportunities when people know who you are and staying behind the scenes, hidden and held back is helping no one. So that's why I'm so passionate about what I do to really help people put themselves out there. As, as you said, in that bio entry to really make their unique mark in the world. And that's what personal branding is, is we're all have a unique experience, education, and point of view that helps us stand out in a bigger way. Yeah. And so, you know, I think as people hear you talk about personal branding, they think, oh, well, you know, that's great if you're a business owner or a consultant or you're trying to promote yourself for some reason. But if you're just, you know, I'm a dining director, I'm an executive director, I'm a sales and marketing director, 
you know, I'm working for another company and they may think, well, marketing the company is somebody else's job, you know, and I'm just here to do my job and my role. And so there may not be that understanding of why someone should invest the time and energy in building a personal brand. And so, you know, I'm curious as to, you know, maybe some experiences you have or why someone should even get started with personal branding. Yeah, think of it as your insurance policy, right? If people know who you are and what you do and what you bring to the table, you are top of mind, you know, out of sight, out of mind. It's one of the biggest sayings out there. Mm-hmm. So when you are, you know, intentionally letting everyone know this is me now internally, it's, it's so important internally to build your brand. You know, you, you don't just want to go to work, do a good job. And you're not just promoting like your narcissistic and self-promotion. It's basically <laughs> just being out there doing a good job, letting people know what you are about sharing, being of value, being of service, and, you know, just being out there and being, in the mix of things, you know, a lot of us shy away and just go in and do our job and that's it. But when we collectively say, you know, I am doing this so that people know who I am so that they know I'm here to make a difference. They are noted. I can solve problems. And that's essentially what you're doing. You're known for one thing. You're known as a standout. So it doesn't have to be something like a celebrity, a CEO, a sports star. We all have ability and we should, because people are thinking about us anyway. Why not make it intentional? Why not have people know exactly who we are, you know, word of mouth is huge. Referrals are huge. So if someone doesn't really know you or what you exactly do, you know, then that's entirely on us to correct that. And one of the best ways of course, to do it is internally, but out there in the world, people are looking you up. Even if you think locally, they're looking you up. You want to make sure your LinkedIn presence, your online presence is very strong. People Google you more than anything else now, and that's on Google and that's on social media. So you want to cross the board, make sure your, uh, your brand narrative, your personal brand narrative is correct. Today, I want to tell you about one of Trestle's senior living partners, Belter. Belter is a food service design, equipment, and supply company that has been providing expert guidance to the food and beverage industry for nearly a century a strategic partner to the most successful food service operations in the country. Belter provides support in kitchen and bar design, equipment procurement and install, and supplies. Their team of senior living food service experts have experience across the continuum of care. From independent living to skilled nursing and CCRCs, Belter specializes in right-sizing new facilities, modernizing remodels, and providing the right food service equipment and supplies. At Belter, they are committed to creating memorable experiences for their customers and their guests. With their top-notch team and a global network of quality supplier partners, their customer-focused approach is built on a foundation of collaboration and decades of industry experience. So thank you for considering Belter for all of your food service needs. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, I think about my experience on LinkedIn, right? Like I, I was very diligent about making sure that it was up to date and that I had all of my roles and my positions and my companies tagged and, and all of those things. But I, you know, I, I look back on when I was working for operators and I, I thought to myself now, you know, I did not take advantage of that the way I should have, you know, I went out on my own thinking, man, I've got all this great experience. Business is just going to come flooding my way. Uh, And what I learned was I had a really awesome online resume with LinkedIn. 
but nobody was can really, I wasn't connected to the right people. I wasn't out there telling them why working with me was valuable, what my experience was like. I mean, just because I say I'd worked someplace for four or five years doesn't mean that I really truly excelled at it or that I was able to do it. And so I found it interesting as I started to shift into and doing more of the personal branding, how little I was out there and how much of an impact it really would make um, for me. So um, I want to talk a little bit about your book, the LinkedIn branding book, because I think it can really let us deep dive into everything. Yes, we both have our copies. I love it. Um, So, you know, I think as we're talking about personal branding from a professional standpoint, LinkedIn is probably the place to be, right? That's where everybody's looking. I mean, you can become an influencer on Instagram, but that's not what's going to push you forward professionally. So talk a little bit about what you've seen in the book. I know you've kind of got some four key pillars that you talk about. I'd love you to share about those briefly. And then um, how uh, operators can take advantage of, of this information in your book. Yeah, thank you for that. Yes, the book recently came out and it really is for everyone, but it's specifically for those who want to build their brand. Now, as you say, operators, you know, how am I going to let others know? LinkedIn, think of it not as your resume or you know, it is now your personal brand website. Okay. So you want to make sure everyone knows exactly who you are and what it's like to work with you. What have you accomplished? So you don't want to just update it every time you get a job, you want to keep putting it out there. Now, the problem is when people decide, Oh, I need to be more active on LinkedIn. People need to know who I am. They just kind of jump in there and it's really, it's overwhelming it's confusing and you know, it's, it's a big world out there, right? Yeah. It's hovering up to <laughs> a sure. billion members. So you want to do it right. And what Michelle J. Raymond, my co-author and I set out to do was help people who are really hidden and held back and aren't really out there and want to, we want to make it super easy. And so in this, the power of two, it's about how to build your personal business brand. So if you're working in a um, senior assistant living opera. If you're an, so if you're working in the industry, you want to definitely build your brand, but you can also build your company brand. So what this is, is a four step system. We call it the brand squared system that will really walk you through how to do it. The first one is mindset, because let's face it. We have to have our mindset in check, get over those fears. One of the things we did in the book writing process was take uh, we did something called the LinkedIn confidence survey. Well, we surveyed a ton of people over three weeks on LinkedIn. You would not believe ages or stages. You would not believe on the ages and stages of all the people who were really just kind of scared to put themselves out there. So we, we tell you and show you some ways to really counter that. Then we get into the uh, foundation part. And this is where you really learn how to build your personal brand the things you need to think of, and also your business brand. Mm -hmm. And number three is the uh, fusion phase where you put it all together. And that's where we show you the really specific ways to do that on LinkedIn. Number four is multiplier. When you are building your brand and you want to find your power partners, you want to find your industry leaders, all those people are going to help you multiply your brand, build community and all those things. So not only do we have the four step system, we have the brand squared workbook. It's a free download on the book so that you can work your way through it. So if you want, if there's someone listening, wants to do that, this book is really going to walk you step by step. 
Yeah, it's really great. I, I have not finished the book yet, but I've gotten into it. You know, it's a great, you know, refresher from some of the things we talked about um, a few months ago. Well, one of the things that I wanted to to kind of ask you about, you know, you mentioned mindset, right? That being the very first place to start. I know as an operator, you know, you get bogged down in the day-to-day of doing your business, right? Like, uh, unlike a consultant, right? Where managing and the marketing and, you know, the presence is part of my job as a, you know, we'll just say a dining director. I'm not necessarily needing to be out there and marketing my community, myself, what I'm doing, or at least in my mind, I don't think I need to be, you know, and if we're putting in 50, 55, 60 hours a week at the community level doing the doing, how do we make time? How do we streamline doing this to make it important? Because I I can imagine it can seem very overwhelming if you're also doing a full-time job uh, outside of that. Especially in this industry, right? Yes. Yes. The demands are very, very high. I agree with you completely, but the same thing is you're building your professional security. It's your insurance. So I would say you owe it to yourself just a few minutes a day to just hop on LinkedIn. You're building your community, your relationship. And that is something that is going to just keep compounding like interest over time and help you. So don't think of it as I'm too busy now. You are too busy. And if you don't do it, what happens if something comes down the road? You know, so you're yeah. building your insurance on on what could happen down the road. It prepares you for what's next. So if you, I get it in our seasons of life, some of us have more time than others, but at the minimum, get on LinkedIn 30 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, and go find people in your industry. Comment. Commenting is one of the best ways to get on the radar of people you want to be seen by, but you don't have to go and do a post, right? So if you are stressed on time, get out there and definitely start commenting. But before you do that, before you do that, And you and I worked together earlier this year. And so, you know, let's make sure that your profile is the best first impression that it does, you no good to go out there on LinkedIn and start commenting when you don't have all your, you know, your profile up to par. So spend some time doing that. And then I think what it is, Aaron, and you've probably seen this too. I look at LinkedIn as a community. So I Mm, actually think of it as one of the world's biggest uh, conferences. So you can go into (laughs) this networking room and hear about this section, this title, this subject or whatever. So you have opportunities to meet the right people, to meet people in your industry, the people that, you know, you want to be seen in front of, and there's, and it could be globally, you know, if it could be in the U S it could be globally. So there's no, there's no limit to what you can do and who you can meet, but just even 15 minutes a day is all you need to just build your compound interest of your personal brand. Yeah. I, I think it's such a great thought, right? Like I, I probably would have never thought of the idea of, well, maybe I'll just comment on some stuff and build some traction that way. Right. Because, you know, I'm, you probably have the answer to this question, but I, I think I read somewhere and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's like, of all the people actually on LinkedIn, the people that are actually involved and engaged commenting and posting is something like one or two or 3% or some really, really low number, which I found shocking. Um, So, I mean, how does, you know, just being engaging like that and thinking of those numbers that kind of already puts you ahead of the curve, right? Absolutely. So it's like five, there's many surveys out there, but it's like 5% or less. So Um, if you do post, you're going to be seen, you know, even faster, but if you can just comment, 
those people who were, you know, putting content out there, they are so thankful, you know, we're having conversations is what we are. So it's like someone put out this, you know, great post and they want people to start conversations on it. When you show up to this networking room, so to speak, and start commenting, having a conversation, they're thankful, you know, they really like to be seen. So it's the perfect way to be seen, get on the radar of the people who want to be seen. I know people who, you know, decided they're not going to just post, but they're going to ramp up their commenting. So maybe an hour a day and they'll post on like 30. Now everyone has different goals and everything, but you will be seen if you comment now a like or something like that, that's not going to do it because people won't see you, you know, they see the comments. So at the end of the day, if you have just a little bit of time, give yourself the benefit of uh, commenting. And I promise you, you'll make a difference and be consistent because it's not going to help if you're going to comment once every other week or something, you know, do it. You know, here's the thing, Aaron, you know, we spend this much time scrolling on social media, right? You know, might as well spend set a timer, 15 minutes. I'm going to go find the people I want to. And there's ways to go find these people. That's very strategic. So you're not just wasting 15 minutes of your precious time. And, um, and I think that's one of the best ways that you can start building your brand and your awareness. Yeah. Well, and one other way that I, as I looked at, you know, the building a personal brand that I think frontline supervisors and department managers, maybe even regional directors can benefit from this is recruitment. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're constantly being hit over the head with staffing shortages and labor issues and labor challenges. And we're, you know, I was at a conference uh, here back in October and they were talking about we're 400,000 positions short right now. And in like five years, we're going to be at 1.4 million short. And it's like, how do we connect with the people who maybe would want to be employees or maybe want to get into senior living, but aren't sure how. And I think being out there and creating that personal brand can give you a leg up when it comes to recruitment. Uh, And so I don't know if you've had anybody that you've worked with where they've seen that kind of, uh, you know, action help them from a recruitment perspective. Oh yeah. I've worked with some, um, you know, CEOs where we really worked hard on their company brand their company, uh, page. That's one thing I would love to say, especially in this book, it's about building your business company brand. You want to make sure your, um, your business company brand is up to date. You want to show the human side, the personalized side, what it's like to work there, you know? So it helps people realize, Oh, wow, these people seem really nice. I can learn something. I can really benefit my career by going there. So you want to tie it into your living your You want to tie it into your organization's business page. And also as a director or frontline person, definitely your profile, because people are going to go check it out. When you go to LinkedIn, you go to someone's company page, it tells you everyone who works there. So a lot of people will do their research and they'll click in and see you and you and you. And so if you're all collectively out there, you know, commenting or even occasional posting, they're going to see that you are the people they want to be around and work with and build their career with. Yeah. And bringing up the business page, you know, how does, if you're an employee, right, how does that work with, with you creating a personal brand and tying back to maybe your company brand? Because, you know, I know as somebody who has their own business, it's really easy for me, right? Like my company page, my personal page, there's a lot of, of back and forth and, and uh, you know, that cohesive uh, approach. But if I'm just an executive director of a community and my, you know, there's 20 communities in our organization, 
how can I tie myself into the business page and take advantage of that as part of my personal brand? Navigator is the largest full-service GPO that exclusively focuses on the senior living community. And what that means is we provide products and services that help our members provide a great environment for their residents, such as like MRO, hospitality equipment, food, business products, as well as technology solutions. We actually surround our members with a level of support unmatched in the industry. Well, there's two ways actually, and one is a, a new development in LinkedIn, a rollout. Um, the, one of the things you can do is, you know, tag your company page, your business, your place of employment in your profile, you know, not all the time where it looks spammy, but just, you know, naturally as it fits, um, making sure that, you know, you talk about what you do, the behind the scenes so things like that. So they associate it. Um, one of the things that is just rolling out now is LinkedIn is having ability for you, for company pages to share their um, profile pages of their employees and stuff. So that's them trying to help with the employer branding thing back and forth. And that's something that's just been announced. I don't even know if it's rolling out, but that is one way you can go back and forth and help each other. It, it should be a collective two sides of this to build. Um, but if when done right, a company page is talking about the people as much as, you know, the things it's more educational, it's humanizing. And that's what you want to do on your company page and also your profile page as you build your brand as well. So I, you know, I, I love all that. And I think companies might be a little nervous about, you know, letting employees just kind of have that free for all. I think that's probably um, you know, something they don't necessarily have to worry about as much. But one of the things that uh, it kind of has me thinking about is how can somebody um, get themselves out there um, and promote themselves, promote their business uh, without causing a lot of conflict and confusion with the business? Yeah, I think I every company is a little bit different with their social media guidelines, but at the end of the day, companies really should consider letting their employees, you know, have free reign. Most people in their right mind are going to, you know, be proud. It's a two-way street. It makes you proud and excited and honored to work where you work. So you want to be out there talking about it, but also too, the employers can be talking about their industry stuff, their day-to-day -day jobs. You're not giving away trade secrets or any of those things. It's kind of common sense. But, right. <laughs> um, when you, when you trust your employees and give them the reign to, you know, do the things that you know, that you trust they do most of the time people are going to do it. I find it's the ones that are so harsh and that's when everything just crumbles. You know, everyone's so mm -hmm. scared. You don't want to do anything when you give people the trust, you know, and that all goes back to the culture. And, right. um, and so having a culture that when you embrace employer branding is one of the fastest trending branding areas. And I expect it to really just explode in the next couple of years, because it's a wonderful way to market your business where it's not ads. It's not promotional. It's not just salesy. It's, it's natural. It's personalized. It's humanized. And that's what our consumers want. Right. right. And so, um, I say the more we can give our employees free reign to, you know, use their best judgment, then I think it's going to pay off for the most part, you know, in the long run. Yeah. One other aspect of that, that I think some people might get nervous about, I know that I constantly think about this, is the overly salesy sounding comments or posts, right? Like I, 
I struggle personally with how do I post something without making it look and feel and sound like all it is is a promotion, right? Um, and so how can somebody be very uh, cognizant of that, but at the same time, not be overly worried about that? Is there a way that someone can approach this where they they can do that in the right way? Yeah. I mean, it's very important to, you know, let others know what you do, but you're right. No one wants to be salesy, spammy and all that stuff. So if that's all you do in your post, of course, people are going to check out, not listen. But when you break it down to a percentage, maybe say like 80% of the time or whatever, a really, really big portion of the time you're out there sharing your insights, sharing your journey, sharing your stories, things like that, that are helping people. It's a lesson for others. Mm. People are going to realize, wow, they're, they're really helpful. They're really knowledgeable. They're experts at what they do. But then you also want to sprinkle it in. So think of it as sprinkling it in, like we would season. We, no one wants a dish that has all salt or all sugar, right? Or right. all pepper or something. So you want to sprinkle it in. And when you are building that rapport, I wouldn't start off by just sharing how great you are and all this, because when you're just getting on social media and you're getting to know people you know, they're going to tune that out right away. It's always like, what's in it for me? What's in it for your reader? So I would just start really well with getting out there and sharing the good stuff, your expertise, stories, people love stories. And then as you get to know people and you're building that two-way rapport, which is so big, then talk about it. Now there's a way to do it that also, you know, no one for the most part, I mean, I've seen your posts. I want to give you kudos. You do a really good job at that. Have you gotten any feedback either way on yours? You know, it's a great question. I don't think, you know, I, I think it's because I'm so mindful of that, right? Like I try not to be overly salesy. And sometimes I, I get a little hesitant to post if all I can think about is, uh, you know, come check out what I'm doing here or whatever. But, you know, like, for example, I posted this morning about a business partnership, but it didn't feel salesy because yeah, I maybe made a comment about business or whatever, but it was, you know, me on site with the with the client and we're taking we took a picture. I talked about the relationship we have. And so it was that nice uh crossover of there's a personal story here and there's um you know that business aspect to it. Like this is what I'm doing, this is what we're doing together. So I think it 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 created a nice little uh, you know, it was business, but it was also personal at the same time. And I, for me, that's always been the struggle. And so I think some days it's easier than others. And so um, I would just encourage people not to to give up because there's going to be times when it's hit and miss, right? I think that's the other piece of this mm -hmm. that you probably could speak to is some days you're going to have a post that goes crazy viral. And another day you're going to get 17 impressions on a post and you just kind of got to shake it off and move on. Absolutely. A couple of comments of that. That is such a great idea. And as you think about it, it's more like a recipe. What is the right ratio? And as you say, a picture, a story, humor, humor, people love yeah. humor is really good. Um, keeping it at a minimum of, you know, not doing it all the time, but you do a really good job at pictures because people right now are really drawn to the personalization. Also on the whole theory of one day, my post is going to do well. And one day it won't, that's the algorithm for you. But at the end of the day, let's go back to that figure. 95% of the people on LinkedIn are seeing you, but they're too scared to post, to comment, whatever. But they, they, you know, it's human nature. We're curious. Right. So we log on and we, we see what we're doing. So there's a lot of people who just, you know, 
as we call them LinkedIn learners. So don't give up because I can't tell you how many times I've gotten DMs or people say, Oh, I really like your comment. I've been uh, your content. I've been following you. I had no idea. So you just got to keep going for them. Yeah. So no, this is all great stuff. And so we're, we're kind of right at time, Michelle, but a I, I, couple of things. Is there any like one, uh, one thing, or maybe two things you would tell people to do? You've probably already mentioned it. Uh, and then please let us know how listeners can connect with you, can, can, you know, learn more about what you're doing and, and how you can help and support them. Yeah. So one of the things I would say to think of this, no one else is going to do it for you. You know, you don't need permission or perfection. Don't think that you have nothing to say or don't have, uh, you know, valuable insights because you absolutely do. And you don't have to jump on LinkedIn as we talked about and start posting, hop on, get to know people. Some of my best friends, uh, my co-author of the book who I met on a comment <laughs> two years ago, you're not going to believe the people who can make a difference in your life and vice versa. So consider it for that reason alone. So, yeah. Um, just make sure that what you look like on your profile matches who you are and want to be known for. That's one thing, you know, don't discredit your, if you haven't dusted off your LinkedIn profile, this is now a time to do it. Um, one of the things that I have is a community of 1300 people globally, the, in which you're a member of mm -hmm. the 365 creators that I created almost, uh, well, more than two years ago for people who want to get out LinkedIn and in that free community, you can join it and we can put a link in the show notes. I yeah. give tips on LinkedIn and things like that. So I'm always helping people, you know, make sure that they're looking their best and their first impression. So I would think, you know, consider LinkedIn, consider your personal brand because it is your insurance policy and your protection for what's to come. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. Building that community support. This podcast wouldn't have happened if we hadn't gotten on LinkedIn and just gotten started. So um, yeah, I think the community piece is so important. So yeah, so absolutely. How can, I was, oh, how can they find me? So, yes. yes. <laughs> Michelle B. Griffin. Uh, dot com is my website. And if you're listening to this, I would love to connect with you on LinkedIn. My handle is Michelle B Griffin. The B is for brand and uh, shoot me a, a DM connect with me. I would love to meet you. And um, if you have any questions, you know, reach out to me too. I'm, I'm there to help. Awesome. Well, Michelle, I appreciate all your time today. I think the personal branding is only going to be more and more important for our managers and directors as we get out there and try and improve on our brand and our communities and what we do for our residents. So I appreciate your time today and sharing your wisdom with us. Oh, Aaron, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. So there you have it. Another one in the books. Thanks again, everybody for listening. Please follow, like, and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Twitter at Tips from Trestle. You can also learn more about the work I do by following me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. And be sure to check out Trestle Hospitality Concepts at www.trestlehospitalityconcepts.com. I'm your host, Aaron Fish, and this has been another episode of Tips from Trestle. Oh,